or I said shout amen. This morning, I want you to value and understand what God has done for us through his son, Jesus Christ. I don't want this to be a normalcy. In other words, I don't want you to be, to be like a ritual. We do it every, for Pentecost, you know, we do it every month. We just come and done with the Lord. So it is normal. Let me just be part of it. Because how you value the blood of Jesus will have the impact. In other words, how you value the blood of Jesus will determine the impact that will have in your life. In other words, whatever you value in this life, it is impact. It will determine it is impact in your life. However you see God is however you worship him. However you see him is the way you worship him. So in other words, our worship correlates to the way we see God. Our worship is according to the way we see God. In other words, if President Biden is supposed to be here this morning and we see him and we want to go to President Biden, the way you will respect him because he is closer to you. Can I get an amen? But if President Biden so far from Washington right now, and even if I tell you, let us, let us stand up on behalf of President uh, Biden and say, thank you, President Biden, because America is getting better. I don't, you don't want to hear that, but it's okay. I know what you are going to do is going to take you some time to stand up and to appreciate what is happening. But if President Biden is supposed to be here this morning and maybe stand up and we say that let us, all of us, stand up and appreciate the work of President Biden, I believe some of you are going to be standing up as soon as possible. Why? Because he is here. In other words, how you see God, how you see him is how you worship God. But this morning, I want you to know our God is a mighty God. So Psalm 20, Psalm 24, the Bible says that he is a mighty in battle. He's a mighty in battle. He's not just an ordinary God. And we don't care about the atheism, those who don't believe in God. I believe in God. You believe in God. We believe in God. That is why this morning we are here. Hallelujah. We believe in God. That's why we are here this morning. We believe his existence, we believe his power, and we believe that he died for us. And because of his death, we have received the resurrection power. Oh, hallelujah. We have received the resurrection power. Why? Because he died for us. And because of his death, he has transferred that power to us. The Bible says that we have somebody who ruled the word. That is Satan. Because man gave that power to him. But I want to tell you, don't be confused. We have God who ruled the whole world. He got the whole world in his. The reason being that even though, yes, we exchange the world to Satan. Because the Bible says that when he created man, he gave man dominion. Somebody shout dominion. So we have the power to rule. We had the power to name. We had the power to determine what's supposed to be. So the Bible says that man called Adam begin to call the animals. Oh my God, I can't wait for, for the church to say we should take this out. I can't wait. No, no, take it out. The church says it's, it's going everywhere. 
the church has not asked me to take it, so I can't take it off. So if you have yours, let us obey the church. Let us obey. So if you don't have yours, please just get one. It's very important we obey. Yes, it's obeyed. Yes, because we are here in the church. Okay, even though the government has said, especially in New York, they have said that, but we also under authority. And if you're under authority, you work according to the authority. It's very important. It's very important. Don't say that, oh, the president says, so I'm just taking out. Ah, I can't wait to take this out. Hallelujah. I wish the church would go for a meeting and they would come and say, take it out. Hallelujah. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. So I want us to value the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. You see, in Bible, the blood regards a symbol, a symbol of life. In Leviticus chapter 17, verse 14, Leviticus 17, for the life of every creature is in its blood. So the blood is what? Life. The blood is, somebody shout, the blood is. So the Bible says that in the Passover, during the Passover in Exodus chapter 12, verse 1, going to the 13, in Exodus 12, the Bible says that during the time that the Israelites were preparing to leave Egypt, the Bible says that the symbol that was able for them to know that they are part of the covenant of the blood Of the covenant was the blood, the blood, the blood. So what happened was that they killed the blood, they killed the lamb, and took out the blood and begin to put in at the doorpost. Why? Why the doorpost? So that when the wicked angel, the angel of destruction, when the angel of destruction sees the blood, they pass away. This morning I pray the blood of Jesus into your life, into our house, into our homes, into our neighbors. Whenever we we pass through in our schools, whatever we do, we pray that whatever we do, the blood, the blood will protect us. Hallelujah. The blood will protect us. So when God cut a covenant, or when God wants to enter into a covenant, the blood is important. You see, if you go to the if you go to the hospital and see the doctor and say that I'm feeling something within my body, what the doctor do? Doctor, the doctor will do, tell you what? They will diagnose you, right? And at times, they will take you to the lab and take your blood. So it is the blood that they will be able to know. You are having the diabetes and all those stuff. Mention them. What are some of the blood-related diseases? I can't hear you. Somebody say HIV, okay. Anemia, uh uh-huh. And somebody say glucose. Well, I didn't know glucose is sickness. What are some of the blood-related diseases? Sickness. Huh? So when they take your blood, they are able to see all this form, this kind of sickness. Because of the blood. So even when you are, when you are giving, they are giving you blood, maybe when during the time of blood transfusion, they make sure that it passes through lab and through that blood, any kind of sickness that is related to that blood, they cannot do that blood transfusion. Why? Because they make sure that your blood is genuine blood. Your blood is good blood. But 
It cannot cleanse our sins. It cannot. It cannot. The genuine blood cannot cleanse our sins. So therefore, John said, here comes the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of this world. The blood. The blood. And because they are able, when you go through a lab and test, they are able to see that kind of blood-related sicknesses and diseases, they can diagnose and tell you what you're supposed to do. So it is. When our blood were diagnosed, they realized we were sinners. But Christ died for us. While we were sinners, Christ died for us. So even in the midst of we being sinners, here we are told that Christ died for us. So in every covenant from the Old Testament to the New Testament that we have seen in the Bible, it's correlated with the blood. The blood. So the Bible says that we have the blood that speaks better than the blood of the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. So because of our time, let me just run a little bit. What the blood can do. Number one, the blood has redeemed us in our pre-Easter convention. Actually, we'll go deeper into Ephesians 1, 7. But you can write it. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. Number one, the blood redeemed us. Redemption, redemption, redemption. It is one of our topics. We are going to discuss it. Redemption, redemption, redemption. So we'll talk about it. Just write Ephesians 1, 7. And write Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12. Hebrews 9, 12. Hey, some people are too smart. They are not writing. They are receiving it. That's good. The blood reconciles us to God. The blood brings us back to God. It gives us access. Bring us back to God. Don't forget, because of sin, we were prodigal sons and daughters. But the blood brings us closer to God. Somebody shout amen. The blood washed away our sins. The blood washed away our sins. So I want you to know, in First John chapter 1, verse 7, if you read from the NLT, the blood is said, but if we are living in the light, as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with, with each other, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So the blood cleanses our sins. It washes away our sins. I want you to know the sins of the past, the sins of now, and the sins of the future are washed by the blood. Because we are new creatures. Hallelujah. You see, in the Old Testament, the Bible said that we were like we were a clay in the hands of the porter. Do you remember in Jeremiah? In Jeremiah, do you remember that? But in the New Testament, we are not clay. We are a living stones. Because clay is such that it has to be broken, mold, make by stones. You cannot break it. So in the Old Testament, yes, indeed, we were that. But in the New Testament, we are a new creation. And because we are a new creation, we are living stones being fashioned and built by God himself. So the Bible says that, don't you know that your body is the temple of God where the spirit of God dwells in your body. So my body, your body, we are temple of God. So when we come together, we are churches, made of churches that we have come together. So when we come together, we have spirit within us that prompt us. The reason why we are here this morning is that we have come here to receive from God so that when we go out, we'll be able to live 
a life as believers. As believers. When you go to the football field, all those who, especially the football, in the, here we, I mean, in my, my, my country, we call it a football. But here, the, no, in my country, we call it soccer, right? Football. Hey, I just, I just came from Ghana. I forget all these things. Football, which means with your foot and your ball. Simple. But here, they call it football, but with your hand, they ball. I don't know why. So, what I'm trying to say is that they have to go to the field, take time, practice, and when they take their time to practice, then when it is time for match, they are able to, they are able to uh, do what they have received. All the platicas, that is what's important. So we have not come here just like it's Sunday, it's a regular Sunday. Let me just dress up and come to church and go, no, 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 no. We have come to receive from God. His spirit within us to help us. So that Monday, when we are not coming to church, we will be able to live for God. That's why we have come. We don't come to church to live for God on Sunday. And Monday, bye-bye. Tuesday, then Friday and Saturday will be prepared and coming back. No, 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 no. We have come here to receive so that Monday, what we have received from God today, will be able to walk according to his will on Monday, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it doesn't matter, Sunday. That's how it is. That's how it is. As a student, what you happen is that when I tell you, are you learning? Oh, yes, I'm learning. Do you know? Do you know what it can expose you? Exams can expose you, right? Exams can expose you. So how, do you how do I know you are learning? When the exams comes and you can't write. And you can see the paper and you are still having your hand on your head. Having your hand and they do all the things. And the paper comes. And instead of you learning to get the A, or at least maybe you are failed by getting B, or... You don't understand what I said. I said maybe you are failed by getting B. Or maybe the teacher don't like you so much. So because of that, the teacher hates you. Because of that, you get C. Or maybe when you were writing the exam, you were sick. So you just wrote your name and you get D. But you are not understanding. If you belong to PRWC, here is an excellent church with excellent human being. We don't go for B's. Do you understand? We don't go. B is when you are doing it and the computer shut off. And you can't continue. You just do only one paper. It was five questions. You just do only one question. And you could not do the four because the computer shut up and they said they can't restart it for you. That's called B. You are looking at me like, how are we together? We are excellent. The Bible says that Daniel received an excellent spirit. And among the satraps, he was chosen. Among the 120 satraps and the three that were chosen, the governors, the Bible says that he had an excellent spirit. This morning, I pray for an excellent spirit. Hallelujah. Receive it. Be an excellent student. Let your teachers like you. Have that attitude that when you are not in the class, your teacher has to call you. I know, and I can testify that the teacher can come to the class and look and say, where is this guy? Oh, he's not here. They'll call. Okay, somebody call him. He's coming. Oh, I'm late. I'm coming. The teacher says, we are sitting until he comes. 
This to you are jealous. You don't say amen. Hallelujah. Let your teachers, your professors, your, 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 your lectures, let them. Let them know how valuable you are. Hallelujah. Because through the blood of Jesus, we have received that power. The power to learn and the power to be great men and women. We are not failures. We have not received the power to be timid. But we have received the power to receive love, sound man, and peace. Hallelujah. If you are not Christian, you are, you are, these days people are not making Christians so attractive. They will, they will be working like this. Are you a Christian? Yeah, I'm a Christian. I don't talk too much. The world belongs to our father. And we are the kings and the queens. Hallelujah. I want you to have that attitude that God belongs to you and you belong to God. Do you know how I remember those days when uh, Obama um, he came to Indiana 208 and when I was there and the daughter, you know, they have just at 209 because he got the president that year and you know, they were, they were just going around and thank those who voted for I mean, him. And I saw their daughters. What are the name of their daughters? They two. And they were just, Sasha and Maria were just working majestically. I said, yeah, these are the president's daughters. You, you walk. We don't know whether you are God's son or God's daughter. The blood of Jesus has made us somebody. Hallelujah. At times, people give excuse. Oh, for me, because of my skin, you know. Jesus did not come for our skin. He came for our sin. Don't give excuse. For me, the teacher don't like me. If the teacher don't like you, go to your advisor. Go to your counselor. Tell the I know. I know how I wrote the paper. I should get A. Be confident. Even you, you knew you feel. Hey, God, I thank you. I get D. Oh, praise God. I'm coming to church to thank God. Don't come here and thank God I get D. Don't come here. Doctor, if they come here and thank God they get D, let us be away. Because said people, they have to be suspended. Okay, you didn't hear what I said. Hallelujah. The blood has given us power over, power over principalities. What? There are some people, they still have that idea. You know, my mother told me, my father told me in our house, you know, you can't go to school and graduate, you know, you can't be a graduate. You know, in my house, we can't forget about that. Yes, there are authors in everybody's house. But we belong to a new creation. Our blood is not the blood of our father, not of our mothers, but our blood is the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Dude, have that attitude. I remember when I went to Ghana, I, know my, I was talking to my sister, and he said, for, my mother, for our mother's side, uh, people don't grow. Our mother was 60 years old. When she died, our senior brother, 64, when he died, and this blah, blah, blah. I said, me, I don't belong to my father's house. I don't belong to my mother's house. For us, I belong to God. And for us, we go 120 years. The Bible, you see, Moses got to a place that when he was talking to God, God told him that Moses, go somewhere, I'm going to show something. 
So Moses went there, and God said that, Moses, I want you to die. Moses sat down, he slept, and he died. That's kind of beautiful death. The, the, the kind of death, doctor, the kind of death they will tell you, go and sleep and you will die. I pray that God will grant us that grace. Because there are some people, they have to be sick and they have to be suffering before they die. But for you and I, we take it in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus take away our sin. Any disease is a sickness. The blood of Jesus take away. I want you to understand that the blood of Jesus is far more than you and I would think. I don't want you to be a, like a normal, oh, no, just take it like everybody's taking it. Especially that, I mean, the, uh, the prophecy that came is very important that we value the blood of Jesus. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. The blood of Jesus forgive all, forgive us. Number one, I, I, I talk about wash away our sin, which means that it take away then forgive. There's a difference between wash and forgive. Forgiveness. So, when we talk about the, the forgiveness, in Hebrews chapter 9, 22, indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. There is no forgiveness. You see, forgiveness is so important that you and I, we have to forgive our neighbors for God to also forgive us. The Bible says that if we do not forgive our brothers and sisters, the Lord will not also forgive us. I don't know the kind of bitterness you are having in your hearts. Let love, the love of God, transcend in our hearts. Love people. Just have the heart of to love people. You see, don't take too much things. There are some people, they take too much. They, they hate, they take everybody hate them and they hate people. No. Be, just walk majestically. Somebody shout majestically. majestically. You see, if anybody do anything to you, it is a poison if you take it. Anything that anybody say to you, negative things, is a poison. Do you know that? I remember I was, that was Facebook, right? That was when the COVID started. That was around April of 2020. I was doing a video. And I was having people about, uh, that was, that was five, oh, I remember the number of people who were viewed. That was around 510 people viewing the video when that I was doing the live, the live video. And at the same time, as I was preaching, I was listening to the comments. And the comment was, oh, God bless you. Powerful. God bless you. Powerful. God bless you. And I was liking all the comments. Then I read one comment. It's about who is this, who is this guy preaching? Who is this guy to? You didn't understand what I said. The one comment, who is this guy to? You are, you are getting it, right? It's for everything. Over 400 comments. Good. God bless you. But when I read, who is this guy to? I said, oh my goodness. I thought I was doing good. <laughs> you see, one negative comment almost destroy everything. One thing can destroy everything. Everybody say, oh, you are so beautiful, so beautiful. One day you find somebody, you think you are beautiful, and you have that mind. Oh, I thought I was beautiful. I thought I was beautiful. They say, I'm not beautiful. One comment can destroy your life. 
I want you this morning to overcome in the name of Jesus. Live a life full of your capacity. Live a life full of your talent. What God has given to you, use it here. Because the blood of Jesus has given us that power. Watch our sins. There are some people, they come here, they still think about their sins. For the, they'll be praying, Father, we thank you. Then five years ago, ee, five years ago, I remember this guy, oh, five years ago, I remember this woman, oh, five years ago. Then, you'll be praying, wash, we worship you. Oh, ten years ago, do you remember what you did? Ee, ten years ago, ten years ago. You'll be washed, be in the spirit. Then at that moment, calm down. Then you open your eyes looking at people. Because you think that your sins are not going to be forgiven. But this morning, the Bible says that if we confess, if we confess, and I believe you have already confessed, and I believe you have already done that, we can't come to the table without confession. We can't come to the table without telling God, we were sinners, we were sinners, but you died for us. Once I was a sinner, saved by grace, the grace of God has given me that power to come to his presence. The grace of God. This morning, I want to encourage you, don't be absent from the table. Don't be absent. In our church, we normally say that if you have not been baptized, if you have married more than one, you have to, I mean, stay back and think that is, I mean, the culture and the, the doctrine of our church. You say that if you know you are not married, but you are married. Okay, let me put it this way. You know better than what I'm saying. If you know you are not, you are, you, if you know you are not married, but but whether by the grace of God or by the grace of Satan, you are for your less are for. We always say that, begin to examine yourself. The reason why we say examine yourself is very simple. We are weak. We are weak human as we are. I don't think that all of us here, or any of us, any of you here, you, you, you really want to do good. You have tried all your best. And you have become perfect. I don't think so. We are all imperfect human beings working towards perfection. And it is only the grace of God that has given us that power to come to him. We are not perfect. We are working towards perfection. That's why we have the Holy Spirit in us. That the Holy Spirit will prompt us. That do you remember what you said to your brother? Do you remember what you said to your sister? Call him or call her. You see, what happens at times is that for the Holy Spirit will forgive us. But your brother has not forgiven you. Your sister has not forgiven. Why? Because anytime, you see, uh, he's my senior in school. So, let me just use you as an example. Anytime, maybe, I do something against Elder Willie, you know what is going to happen? 
I will leave. And because the Holy Spirit is in me, the Holy Spirit will prompt me and tell me, do you remember what you have done to him? It's not good. Then I was, oh God, forgive me. And when I ask to forgive me and I confess, God has forgiven me. Do you understand that? But don't, for, don't forget, he has not forgiven me. Do you know why? Because I have not gone to him to ask for forgiveness. For us to reconcile. And because of that, when he sees me, because, you know, we are men, uh, the blinker the, the blinker of the eye is not for the men, it's for the women. You see, they will see and they will blink their eye. They will look at you. And the way they will look at you, you can see that they have looked at you. I, I love what the woman does. But for, especially, okay. For now, I'm here to do the research. You see, God has forgiven me. The Holy Spirit has prompted me. But because God has forgiven me, the Holy Spirit will prompt me and tell me to call him. And the Holy Spirit, that is in my heart because my body is the temple of God. Do we know that? And the Spirit of God dwells in my body. So my spirit will tell me to call him for him to forgive me. But there are some people that will never do that. They, They are so big. Me, I should call him. No, I'm not going to call him. Me, no, 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 no. The Spirit will, the Holy Spirit will prompt you. Prompt you, prompt you. I remember today, I slept late. Around one o'clock. So I decided to sleep, 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 wake up and come to church. That's what I decided. No pray. I will not pray. I'm tired. I need to rest. Around 3.34 a.m., I see some leg pushing me. Wake up, wake up, wake up. I said, where? Wake up, go and pray. I said, ah, but I'm tired. So wake up and go and pray. Now I opened my eyes, it was my wife pushing me. I said, ah, I told you the Holy Spirit. <laughs> she had to force me to go and pray. You see, before, before I was going to bed, I felt that I should, even though going late and wake up, so I should pray for something. Because there's something that was going on about uh, one of our, ch- our children's sick. So we want to pray. But I was weak. I was weak, especially during the week. I was weak. I slept late too. So I was, I was thinking, that, oh, let me just enjoy this for about four or five hours. Let me just enjoy it. But I, I never told him, I, I never told her to wake me up. But within my spirit, when I was going to sleep, I felt to wake up early. But I decided the Holy Spirit today, I'm going to be disobedient. Because one, the body is tired. I, want to, I don't want to wake up. But, I, so mommy did not come to sleep early. She came around 3 a.m. to sleep. When she came, she wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up to do it. Go, go and pray, pray. I'm telling you that when you have the spirit, the spirit will prompt you. The Bible says that even the things at times you are forgetting the Bible, the Bible says that the spirit will review them. Review them to you. If you're a student, the Bible says, you see, at times we mistake. We think that the Holy Spirit will just remember you everything. No. The Holy Spirit will bring in remembrance what you have learned. I remember during my high school days back in Ghana, we were in a group called Scripture Union. In the Scripture Union, SU, people would go and 
during the time of S, during the time of exams, they will go to the park and pray. The next day they will come and write the exams and they fail. And those of us who don't join them, they think that we don't pray. We are not spiritual enough. But do you know what we're doing? During the time of exams, we learn and go and join and pray them and pray with them. At the same time, we come back and learn. And when some of them, they do not pass, they will blame God. I don't want you to blame God. God has given us the wisdom. When we take the blood, the blood of Jesus has given us wisdom, wisdom, knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge means no, wisdom means applying. Hallelujah. If you don't learn, you fail. It's simple. Are we together? So, because we are taking the blood, does not mean that we are going to be too anointed not to sin. Listen. Nobody is too anointed not to fall. Anointing does not prevent you from falling. But anointing gives you power over enemy. There are some people that think that you are too anointed. They can do anything. There are some guys, they are too anointed. They can walk with any lady and stay in the room with, the, with, with any lady. Hey, be careful. Something was more anointed than you. And Delilah just called him. He said, come on. You say what? Where's your power? And Samson said, oh, my power is in my head. And that was the end of something. Are you listening to me? That was the end of something. Don't think you are too anointed to tempt God. Don't tempt God. Are we together? Focus. Because the blood of Jesus has given you power. So focus. 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 Begin to write what you want to do in your life. Begin to write your own life story. This is where I'm going. This is where I want the spirit of God to lead me. Then when you come here, every month we receive that power to be able to move. As we are about to end this session, I want you to know that the blood of Jesus is far important than anything else. After we have fasted 21 days, the temptation will come. I can guarantee this. Jesus fasted 40 days, 40 nights. After that, here comes the big boy. Hey, Jesus. You are fasted for 40 days, right? Tonight, you are hungry. You can see. By you, you are son of God. A lot of stones here. Why don't you tell me one of them and just eat? Jesus had power to do that, right? But he was telling the enemy, I can do this, but I'm focusing on what I'm doing and where I'm going. My focus. Oh, I owe the whole world. Why don't you jump? Because he's been promised in Psalm 91. He will bring his angel to guard you. It is written. Let the word of God be in you. Hallelujah. 
You see, begin to chew and pour out the word of God. The word of God. That's why I like my guys when they are preaching. They don't preach with words. They preach with the word of God. It just flow out of them. Just come out of them. Psalm 91, he who dwells in the shelter of the Mosai. I, I am dwelling in the shelter of the Mosai, so nothing will happen to me. If you are under the umbrella of God, the enemy will come, but nothing will happen to you. The blood of Jesus has given us power. It has washed away our sins. It's given us forgiveness. Therefore, this morning, if you are still having any kind of unforgiving spirits, if you are still having any kind of unforgiving spirit, bitterness, I want you to begin to release yourself right now from all that bitterness. You see, it is somebody who is closer to you who will do something that you feel it. If you are far from me and do something, I don't care so much. But if I love you and you are closer to me and you intentionally do something, that you know is wrong. You have not asked for forgiveness. Yes, we are human beings. We may be pretending, laughing, but the person may not be forgiving you. What is important is that when the Holy Spirit prompts you, you have to begin to take action. You have to begin to take action. Until I call my brother, the Holy Spirit has forgiven me, but he has not forgiven me. And any time he sees me, he still have that anger, that bitterness. And because of me, I am making him sin more. That's how at times it happens to us. But the Bible says, if we confess, and we come to him, tell him this is what we have done. God will help us. We give it the strength and you forgive us. This morning, I want you to understand the grace that God has given to us through his blood. Let us down with him. It should not be something normal that we do, but it's something that you follow it. I am weak, but thou art mighty. Oh, may well be I am weak, but thou, Mary, hold me well. Shall be on our feet. Bread of heaven, bread of heaven, To understand the grace that God has given to us by coming to now with you. Begin to value that relationship and look into it and realize that if there's anything that's going to be a stumbling block for you to come to the Lord this morning, pray within your spirits as we begin to confess. God will cleanse us. Yes, indeed, we are weak. 
We are weak. We are sinners. We don't deserve His grace. We don't deserve to be alive this morning. But this morning we are alive because of His grace. Because of His grace. Because of His grace. La la la